The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Playful Psychologist. I hope you guys have had a good week. Um, Now today I want to chat about the difference between autism and ADHD. So this question has come up quite a lot um, in, you know, on Tuesdays when I post a question box on my Instagram uh, and ask you guys, you know, to let you guys know that you can ask me anything. And this one comes up at least once a month. So what is the difference between autism and ADHD? Today I want to go through this a little bit. So I'm going to talk about what ADHD is, what autism is, and then talk about like how they differ in different ways. So let's look first at ADHD. ADHD is one of the most common neurodevelopmental disorders in childhood. It's usually first diagnosed in childhood and often lasts into adulthood. So even though I've said that, does that mean that adults can't be diagnosed with ADHD? No, they definitely can be, but 90% of the time it's probably diagnosed in childhood. It's usually first diagnosed, um, you know, when children start formal schooling, because that's a little bit of a more structured environment. And that's when some differences in, you know, concentration and sitting still and fidgeting can really become apparent. Children with ADHD have trouble paying attention, controlling some of their impulsive behaviours. So, you know, they may, you know, act without thinking um, of what the consequences may be, or they may also be overly active. Now, that being said, there are two types of ADHD. So you can be predominantly inattentive, predominantly hyperactive, or be diagnosed with a combined presentation of the two. So if we look at the predominantly inattentive presentation, um, that means that it's hard for the individual to organize or finish a task, pay attention to details or follow instructions or conversations. That child is probably really easily distracted and forgets details of daily routines, but often slips under the radar because they're not necessarily hyperactive or distracting their peers. Whereas if you have the predominantly hyperactive impulsive presentation, that child will fidget and talk a lot. It's really hard for them to sit still for long periods of time, even for a meal or doing homework or a small class task. Um, Younger children with this type may run, jump or climb constantly. They may feel really restless, have trouble with their impulsivity, and um, they may interrupt others a lot, grab things from other people, speak at inappropriate times. And these are the kids that usually struggle a lot with their social skills for that exact reason that I just said. And it is really hard for these kids as well to take their turn, listen to directions and follow those directions. They may have more accidents and injuries than other kids because they're just not thinking before they do. And then of course, the combined presentation is when you have symptoms from both those categories. So that's obviously just a quick summary of ADHD. The diagnostic criteria is obviously longer than that. And if you would like to Google it, you can just type in DSM-5 criteria for ADHD and it will come up in your Google search. But for the purposes of these episodes, staying nice and short, I'm not going to go through the whole criteria. So let's now look at what autism is. 
Autism is a condition that affects how a person thinks, feels and interacts with others and how they experience their environment. So autism is a condition that kind of, it is lifelong um, and but usually starts when a person is born and stays with them into old age. I've said this before, a few people may say that autism can be cured. I personally do not think it can be. Um, every person with autism is totally different. And that's, I guess, why autism is described as a bit of a spectrum. Again, not, not a lot of people like the label system, but for the purposes of sticking with what's in our DSM-5 criteria, there are three levels of autism, one, two, and three. One being what we'd consider high functioning, two being moderate, and three being severe. In my opinion, this is not enough to fully describe everyone on the spectrum, but that is a conversation for another day. Otherwise, this episode will be seven hours long. (laughs) Okay, so we've got now a bit of an overview of what ADHD is and about what autism is. But how do they differ? Let's go into that because it it is tricky. Um, To the untrained eye, they may look super similar. So ADHD and autism, like I just said, can look really similar. Children with both diagnoses can have problems focusing, be impulsive and have difficulties with their communication. However, although they share the same symptoms, they are two very distinct conditions. Autism is a series of developmental disorders that can affect language skills, behavior, social interactions, and a child's ability to learn. Whereas ADHD impacts the way the brain grows and develops. Children with ADHD tend to struggle primarily, like we've said, with attention and hyperactivity, whereas children with autism tend to struggle primarily with their social skill development, their communication, and their sensory integration. Another way they differ is that children with ADHD may talk a lot and may struggle to read the cues on when to stop. Children with autism, however, may struggle to use language to get their point across. So children with autism also struggle with repetitive ritualistic behaviours and really fixated interest, which is not overly common if your diagnosis is just ADHD. So when it comes to the, um, you know, these things that seem to overlap, we need to really, really delve deeper. If you are a longtime listener or follower of my Instagram account, you'll know that I always say you can never, you, you never have to agree with a behavior. You never do, but you must understand what is driving that behavior and you must empathize with the emotion that's driving it. And that's really the key to understanding what the difference between autism and ADHD actually is. So in order to differentiate between Between these two diagnoses, you need to look at the reason behind the behavior and not just the behavior themselves. For example, both diagnoses can cause social challenges. For children with ADHD, the root cause of those social challenges may include inattention and an inability to organize thoughts or even impulsivity. But for autistic children, the reasons are often much different, such as not understanding the communication, not being able to communicate, not reading nonverbal cues appropriately, or even delays in their language skills. So... While the behaviors may overlap, the cause of the behavior, the reason for the behavior does not. Children with ADHD may struggle socially, but with ADHD alone, markers of early social development, such as turn-taking, responding to name being called, and imaginative play are all on track as developmental milestones. Traits like appropriate facial affect, humor, and empathy are also there. They're also unaffected by their diagnosis. 
Those traits when lacking are critical indicators of autism. So just to really simplify that, what that means is that children with ADHD may not be able to stick to turn-taking, but they understand the concept of turn-taking and they understand that that's really what they should be doing even though they don't do it. They may not respond when their name is being called due to inattention, but they recognize their name when it's called and what it means and you know, what they should do. They just don't do it. This is not the case with case with autism. Children with autism don't understand what it means when their name is called. They don't understand the concept and the, and the intricacies behind turn-taking. They need to be taught these things. So again, the behaviors may overlap, but the root causes of both presentations are very, very different. If we break down now some of the more common, um, you know, symptoms that do overlap, if we look at attention span, for example, children with ADHD often have difficulty paying attention to the same thing for too long and may get really distracted quite easily. Autistic kids may have a limited scope of interest. So it's not their attention span, it's the interest in the topic. They may seem to obsess over things that they enjoy and have difficulty focusing on things they have absolutely no interest in. It may be easier to spot these signs when a child is doing their homework. So a child with ADHD may not be able to pay attention at all to any subject, whereas an autistic child may have high levels of focus on their favorite topics, but may not be able to engage in subjects that don't interest them at all. And that's a cool way to kind of look at what are we seeing here? Is this ADHD or autism? And if we look at communication, there are some characteristics there that are quite different. So some children with ADHD also have communication difficulties, but they present in different ways. They may talk continuously and not stop. They may always want to have the last word. They may be completely unaware about how their words affect other people. They'll interrupt others and so on. Whereas autistic kids may have difficulty expressing their emotions and thoughts or um, may not be able to kind of integrate verbal and nonverbal communication. They'll struggle with eye contact. They'll fixate on one topic of conversation and won't be able to have that like reciprocal conversation. They may play differently. And again, like we said before, not understand turn-taking or imaginative play and so on. And then if we look at routine and structure, which is the last example I want to use, children with ADHD can become bored quickly with a structure um, that they find kind of uninteresting, boring, and so on. And that includes the classroom structure. Without variety, they might also lose interest in activities that they typically previously found interesting. However, in contrast, autistic children often demonstrate an insistence on sameness, wanting to adhere to routines or ritualized patterns of verbal and nonverbal behavior. So they actually prefer that structure and they need that structure. So for example, they may read the same book over and over and over again, or want the same food for dinner every evening and changes to those routines can cause a meltdown and a lot of irritability. So that's a really key difference there as well. Now, before we finish up, I often get the question, can you be diagnosed with both? Yes, absolutely. But this is new. So prior to 2013, when we were still using the DSM-4, you could not be diagnosed with both autism and ADHD. The new DSM-5, though, shows us that you can be diagnosed with both. It is estimated that 30 to 80% of kids with autism also meet criteria for ADHD. And if you flip that, 20 to 50% of children with ADHD also meet criteria for autism. 
Now, this may seem a tiny bit controversial, but for me, I personally believe that a lot of children with autism are overdiagnosed with an additional diagnosis of ADHD. Um, and I make that statement from a clinical perspective when I am looking at the root causes of the symptoms and behaviors that are presenting. I think that a lot of the time parents and maybe some clinicians that don't know any better think that the more diagnoses a child has, the more funding they may be able to receive and so on. Whereas that's not actually correct. That's actually factually incorrect. In Australia, um, a diagnosis of ADHD doesn't actually get you or the school any funding. It is the autism diagnosis that does. Having 50 diagnoses isn't going to um, you know, change that. So when kids present with autism, ADHD, anxiety, ODD, and, you know, 50 other things, that's not, that's not helpful. And for me as a clinician, I like to kind of look past all the labels. The labels don't really mean anything to me because regardless of what the label is, I'm looking at the behavior and what's causing the behavior. So I just wanted to make that really clear in case anyone was struggling as to why there's so many kids that are diagnosed with both when they may, you know, seem like they only require that one diagnosis. But I do want to, you know, just reiterate as well, do I think there are children that, you know, do have both diagnoses? Absolutely. I have a bunch of clients that, you know, have both um, an ADHD and an autism accurate diagnosis and, and, you know, they need that diagnosis because they do have two separate conditions. And sometimes the way you treat one condition is not the same. You will way that you'll treat the other because like we said um, with ADHD the causes of the behaviors are very different it's usually comes down to inattention or impulse control whereas with autism where we physically you know have to sit down and teach these kids what these social concepts and structures are so I I know that was a lot of information I didn't want this one to be a long episode because um, it is you know it is something that I could go on for for hours but I wanted to give you guys a bit of a skeleton so that you could see what the real differences are between these diagnoses I hope that was really helpful if you do have any questions as always you can always DM me on my Instagram page at the playful psychologist or email me at the playful psychologist at gmail.com I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next time. See you later.